Hello, my fellow Christian warriors. This is Mike Savonic, your host for the ChristianWarriorAcademy.com podcast. Our mission is to bring you real, proven self-defense information that glorifies the Lord Jesus Christ. Christians are not second-class citizens. We help you train your body, mind, and spirit. Warning, this information is not politically correct. If you're easily offended, I apologize up front. This information is only intended for good-hearted, honest, law-abiding Christian citizens. Brothers and sisters, I bring you the wisdom of Mark Griesbach. He has changed my life, and he can change yours. Hold on tight for our next show to begin. Hello, Christian Warriors. Thanks for being with us today. We have our first phone call and podcast chat of the year, uh, 2020, January of 2020. We have with us Mark Griesbach. So, Mark, welcome to the new year, new decade, and to the Christian Warrior conversation today. Yeah, hi. God bless everyone. Yes, God bless. So, Mark, thanks for uh, chatting with me. I know the great thing is you and I got to spend some time over this last Christmas season. It was so great to be up there in Wisconsin visiting you other than the freezing cold I had to tolerate, uh, but it was a lot of fun. We had a great time. So I can't wait to show all of our members what we had, uh, what we recorded, and what the Lord had brought through you and all of our great studies we have coming out. So those that are not members yet, feel free to jump on board and get your free 30-day membership. We've got a lot of great stuff coming. But this first chat of the, of the year, uh, Mark, I wanted to just fill everyone up on, on some ideas about resolutions and, and new beginnings. And I know it's just so many times at the beginning of a year, Everybody makes, you know, what, what they call, I guess, New Year's resolutions or new goals or what have you. The problem is so many of the people just seem to drop out. And I mean, in gym, gym memberships know this, that their memberships shoot up on January 1. And, you know, by February 1, the place is empty again. So uh, that's always been the, the, you know, the joke, if you will. But, and everyone seems to know that. But so what, what would we say as we go into not just a new year and a new decade, what would be some really great, things for our members to think about as Christian warriors as we start a new year like this? Well, it's probably very timely if anyone's listening to our voices. Most people, when they go ahead and make a, a New Year's resolution, that they have a intuition or a sensing that something needs to change in their life uh, to better themselves or to straighten something out. <clears throat> That's why a lot of people call this the time of rededication. And when you start wanting to change something, uh, you don't continue with the same things you've been doing. You've got to actually change something. And so they say, well, I'm going to start eating better. I'm going to stop doing this one thing or that thing. Anyways, as a person that uh, wants to, say, better his body, be able to do self-defense, or be able to put his soul or his mind into uh, right standing with God, you need to turn yourself around and start practicing different behaviors, and then you get results. God puts that in us. It's, it's sort of a calling, and people are going along with everything uh, physical or relationships, monetary, whatever. Uh, it, it's kind of a broad sweep over things, but if you go into really wanting to change things in your life, you have to tie yourself to something that's correct, and we use the scriptures. And it's really great like, uh, for uh, changing your body that you start doing drills that your body are, is going to be prepared. It's a um, like a, a neuromuscular imprint 
or muscle memory, a lot of people call it, that when something happens, it's automatic. Like say you haven't uh, been a runner, and so you start running, and it's difficult at first, and then it gets to be second nature. I mean, how many times do people have to think how to walk? But when you started walking as a little kid, you had to train yourself. Then it becomes second nature. Now, you put along with all that, also along with, this is very important, you have to break the ties of habitual sin. Uh, that That's maybe the most important thing. But in that, you can put along your training physically along with spiritual. So if you're going to start um, wanting to train your body, our program's wonderful. I, I've seen advertisements. I'll go back years ago. A fella came up to me and said, yeah, I, I uh, paid this fella. He gave me uh, the special technique. And with this technique, you can defeat anybody. And so, oh, show me that technique. Well, it must be really good, huh? Do you practice it? No, I just had to learn. I got it. It's something that doesn't take training to go over and over. And so you just learn and you got it. I said, oh, really? Here, why don't you do it to me? Well, he couldn't do it. And then after doing it a few times, it was supposed to be a uh, knuckle punch right into my throat. I said, you know what? He's kind of a weenie guy. He doesn't work out. Go ahead, hit me in the throat. And so he hits me in the throat. Man, didn't even phase me. And that's how wimpy he was. You know, and after a few times, you know, his wrist hurt, and his elbow hurt, his shoulder hurt. So when we talk about doing our drills, going over a, a, a procedure of working out daily or as often as you can, or sometimes more than once a day, your body's getting that imprint so that just like walking, you don't have to think about it anymore. And it's going to come anytime you need it. And along with that, your muscles, your um, bones, everything are more denser. You're ready. It's stretched out. You don't have to say, well, stop. Some emergency is happening, but stop everything. I've got to go warm up or I've got to go take my special vitamins. And it's the same thing when you're going to break the ties of habitual sin. We all sin. And it's great, like uh, as brothers, you and I, uh, all the other Christian brothers around us, helping each other and talking about uh, different scriptures. And in the scriptures, it says you're sharpening the swords with one another. And it's talking about these things. Uh, one of my black belts, he's been with the Lord a long time, and he, he, go, he was going through Ecclesiastes, and he said, you know, I found out, is this a sin? And we talked about what he found, and yeah, it's a sin. And oh, he was just glad, I'm going to get rid of that. Corey Tenboom wrote in her book that you take these dirty rags that are inside our, our vessel and you find out what's dirty, you pull it out and throw it out. So he found out something that was a sin that he didn't know was a sin. And then get it out of there. And if it's something that you just have a tendency to do, uh, whether it's a sexual thing or uh, <laughs> maybe you take things out thinking about it, or you, you always exaggerate, uh, lie, you know, so that you can talk all the time. Uh, to stop some of these things, you maybe fall once in a while. But because you made your mind up, uh, you rededicated yourself this time of the year, you're going to not do these sins anymore. Or say that you don't know what's a sin. You go look up uh, uh, Ezekiel 20, or I mean, I'm sorry, Exodus 20, and you're going to go through all the sins uh, what 
are the things that God hates. And start practicing these things. Be aware of them. And that's where you learn some of these scriptures, so they got help in this. And leave us show you some of the physical techniques. And I've got them down simple. But when you do them all the time, you find out they're not simple anymore. You can use them anytime as by instinct. And that's what you want to have with your uh, removing of these ties with habitual sin. So would you say that, that so number one, they got to think about, I want to rededicate to the Lord. And in doing that, they start analyzing, look, are these things sins that I'm carrying around? And if so, how do I? So how do they start breaking them? Is it like little by little? Should it be more like a cold turkey? Should I just say today I'm stopping and then, and then you know what if they fall off the wagon? You know what it's called. So yeah, everyone say? has a different everyone has a different appetite for things. Some people want to go whole hog at everything they can, and some people can, but most of the time you you wish to, but then you find out it's difficult. I'll give you one: a person gets sick every time he eats. Uh, pork. Now he's going to give up pork, but pork's in so many things. And so he's always a little bit sick or sometimes, oh, he loves having bacon in your beans. And so he's going to load up on that every once in a while and then he gets a little sick. So to break away things, to break away from things, you you have to um, know that it's wrong or know that it's something you need to change in your life. You know, so you say people, people want to stop eating certain foods so that they're not uh, fat or to help their heart. You know, you're rededicating your body. You do all that you can, and as you do it, it gets easier and easier and easier. Now, if you're the type that can grab a whole bunch because that's your uh, personality, go ahead. But Satan being who he is and the body being rebellious all the time that wants to fight back and uh, if it likes sugar, it's going to go after sugar. You know, if it likes that, or every time you walk into McDonald's, oh, the smell of the fries, i got to have fries. I know several people like that. They can't give up the French fries. But if it's not hurting them, you know, fine. But if it is hurting them, it could be difficult. So, you know, no pain, no gain. That's for sure in all this. But everybody knows where their shortcomings are. If you don't know that you have any shortcomings, you're living a, a false life. You live long enough, you're going to realize it. There's a scripture that says a person that walks around and thinks he's the, the champion, he's the toughest, even if he was the toughest, just because you think that in your pride, God will raise up another champion to go against you just to teach you a lesson. You know, so it's not going to be easy on anything that's worthwhile. But let me tell you, you will conquer it because God will tear down all the the falsehoods and the things that are coming up against you. He will. And another one will pop up. Like you find another filthy rag to challenge you. So your dedication, you know you got something that, I like this year I'm going to go work out every day. I'm going to go uh, read this every day. I'm going to practice doing my getting in my scriptures another great one which uh, we push uh, really hard uh, because it's needed that you're supposed to fill yourself up with the word of God and to think on the things of the word of God Isaiah 43 bring into memory all these things and then uh, Psalm 119 you know may I recall all your statutes or scriptures and keep all your statutes and scriptures 
and be able to, like you know him so well, that I can, you know, confess them in the midst of the congregation. So you're going to not just know them or kind of have an idea of so well enough that you can say, yes, uh, this, this, and this, and this. And you get up there. You don't even need uh, um, cards to say, well, what should I talk about? You're talking about a subject you're, you're very familiar with. Just like if you're going to talk about, uh, tell me about your um, new girlfriend you just met, and then tell me about your wife. You know everything about her. It's not something that's going to be strange to you. That's how you have to make the working out for your body, train your body, and then put the scriptures in your mind. And when you start memorizing, so many people say, I can't memorize, you know, with a hoot. Start it. And it's like anything. You do it. And I I talk to people after they've been around, you know, four or five months, and I said, yeah, I've got these scriptures down. I'm ready to memorize more. I used to never remember any, he says. And then he starts doing more and more and more. And now they'll sit down when they, when they go to bed. They lay down and they've got maybe hours worth of scriptures in their minds that they start going through and they fall asleep every night going through their scriptures. Oh, how wonderful. That was like, I was out the other day and an 80s song came on the radio and I was singing along and, and Lisa said to me, you know all the words of that song? And I'm like, isn't that funny that I could pick up something 30 years ago, but I used to say the same thing. I can't, I can't seem to memorize a couple of those scriptures. Well, then I realized, well, I heard that song a hundred times or no, 500 times, you, you know, so it's obvious it's just putting in that, putting in that repetitious time. So would, would you say that because the word res- resolutions, it seems like, like we're resolving things, but should we actually maybe rephrase it to like new year's rededication? Is that, is that more how we should look at it? Because that, that'd be more that biblical. Type? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the reason uh, people fail is because uh, it's half-hearted or it's just an inkling, working off your intuition or sensing that something's wrong. I need to do something. But it isn't a true decision to go about face. Uh, You have to do different to be different. You know, it's not for a little while. Like, how long are you going to love your wife? Just when you want to, a little bit? Ah, You fall in love, you stay in love forever. You know, and that's what this kind of thing is. You've got to know that the Lord's helping you to know that there's something wrong in your life. And you realize it yourself. Like, these things I need to do different. Otherwise, why would you make a resolution about anything? Or is someone making a resolution that I need to drink more? <laughs> you know, what is it? I, I need more booze in my life. I need more sin in my life. It's usually not that. You know yourself that it's going to be something to better yourself, to help your life more, to help those around you. I'm going to play with my kids more. I'm going to spend more time with my uh, those that I love. I'm going to stop being around the guys that are bad influence to me. That's a hard one. Uh, but a lot of people, well, the Lord says, blessed is the man who gives up family, friends, you know, anything for my name's sake. You know, so you do it, and God will bless you for it. And we all do. When we come to the Lord or we make a decision to do different things, it's a commitment. And with that is a discipline, which you go through the scriptures. Uh, What the Lord is having us do is discipline ourselves to follow and obey. And like the scriptures say, you know, that the closer you get to the Lord and you're going to do all these things, the things that he wants us to do are not going to be difficult for us. 
they're going to be um, like when we're pleasing the Lord. If you please your wife, if you know that, let's say that you hate uh, roses, but your wife loves roses. Because you hate roses, you're not going to get her roses? If your wife loves roses, you're going to get her that. Now think of the Lord. You want to please him, how best to do it. And the Lord gets pleased of all things. He gets pleased by how better we get. So how is that going to hurt you one little bit? You know, get yeah. into that, that love relationship with the Lord, which can include taking care of your body and, you know, uh, uh, losing some pounds, if that's what you're looking for, getting in better shape. When you lose weight and when you eat better, uh, I still don't have arthritis, you know, so your joints are better. Uh, you can have your body, your body at all times ready, uh, ready to go. You're not thinking, well, I need to work out before I go into that big fight. Well, when something happens, it happens now, right away. And were you ready? Now, right away? Or if something comes along and well, that's wrong to do, that's a sin. Are you just going to go by what uh, you heard your dad say? Or is it something that you know that, well, dad said that too, yeah, that's a sin, that's wrong, or that's bad behavior. You know, my wife, uh, she was really good at etiquette. Uh, she knows what fork goes on what side of the dish and all, all that. And so, you can, as you can tell, I'm saying that that wasn't my focus in life. Mine was working. And so she trained me. No, don't eat with that fork. Don't go over it this way. And I want to put your hands. I use that a lot with different people I'm with. Most people I'm with, you know, they put their elbows on the table and we just enjoy eating from whatever our family habits were. And that's fine with me. But there are other times that you have to do their etiquette. If you're chewing while you're looking at them in a different way, you know, it can really upset some other people because that's wrong in their society. And what you want to do is not you know, cause any strife to someone else. If you're really controlling yourself, you try not to hurt the other person that's by you. Sometimes that's your own demise, you know. Yeah, this, which is like a whole other subject we could talk about because in today's world, it seems to be so much me first. And, you know, I'm, you, know, you pull up to a stoplight, I'm going first. Or, you know, like in my, especially where I yeah. live, every, everybody's out for their own. So to think of others, oh, wow. But that'll be a whole other subject. But I just sure. wanted to say, and I think it was great to hear, like, so the Lord really is giving us uh, inklings. Like we already know, you'd say, kind of inside of us. So is it part of that we just we just have to spend some quiet time reflecting on that so the Lord can talk? Because, you know, all day we're people are blasting radios or TVs or whatever, listening to others. But in order to hear what the Lord is saying in each of us, do we have to stop and listen and say, ah, yeah, that is something for me? I mean, is that part of it? Or do you think because we're so busy in our lives that a lot of people miss the chat that Lord's trying to have with us? Yeah, you need to stop. And like I say, it's an intuition or a sensing. Uh, focus on that a little bit. A lot of people say, well, they meditate. If you take away meditation as just sitting there and leaving the trees and everything, talk to it, you know, like a silliness. Uh, you should sit down there and say meditation is prayer. So I'm going to spend time um, with the Lord and maybe not just going over uh, a, a memorized prayer or, or something. Like, Lord, I have these feelings. And I think some of these things may be right and some of these things may be wrong. And ask the Lord, help me in this area. You know, wake me up to it. 
and lead me in the direction I should be going to uh, change this. I know guys that come in. <clears throat> I had several guys that came in that were uh, from the same boxing club, and they had the goofiest way of exercising. And uh, I said, well, let me see some of this again. I, it was jumping jacks. And they did the jumping jacks backwards. Um, that's the way they learned it. I said, did you ever do it this other way? No. Well, they never had any uh, sports in school, uh, but when they got out of high school, they joined this boxing club, and um, a couple of them were really good. But when you got a bad trainer that you're following, you're going to have bad techniques. And to get them go over into doing it right, um, it was difficult. They would do it right because it's, it's not bad. They were coordinated. But then we just uh, line up and we start doing some jumping jacks or they want to warm up with jumping jacks if that's your choice. And if they're not thinking, they revert back to the old one, a bad habit. To train yourself out of habit, it's it could take a long time. That muscular imprint, the muscle memory gets locked in there and you got to bust it. Scriptures say it's like you're taking an animal or a horse and you've got to break that horse to where you're controlling it with what you're going to feed it now. So it comes back to our whole program that uh, we have. If you start doing this over and over and over and over, and it becomes as by instinct, then you'll stay with it. It feels good. Then you'll want to do it, and you've got to do it because you realize. There's just uh, one of the fellows, uh, my students, he said, uh, he's a chiropractor. He said, uh, move it to lube it. And uh, I ran into him again yesterday, and uh, he said it again. And what a wonderful thing to remember, really simple. You know, if you don't get the, the, uh, the spine adjusted or you move these legs this way, and if you're always, say, like sitting nowadays, you're sitting at the desk working on your computer, so many people do that. Or they say, oh, my job is good enough. I'm doing this. And, well, all right, now these movements aren't this. And anytime you do something that's outside of what your body's been trained, it's not by instinct, and you have these bad motions put in there, you may even hurt yourself. Your body adapts for what you've been doing. So you do these techniques so you're ready for self-defense. Do these techniques so your body's moving it to lube it. You know, move it to lube it. You know, that's a good thing to remember. And so you let a guy go to chiropractor. Pardon? Like lube, L-U-B-E, like lube it. Like, yeah, just like, like you put a, a breeze gun on it. Okay. Yeah, if you, if oh, you don't okay. move that joint, you don't get, uh, you know, the blood flow in there. You don't get, uh, you, you're going to lose it. It's going to die. And the body says, well, why waste any energy over there? I'm going to put it over here that I'm using for work. So yeah. you're going to take fighting techniques that you're not a good fighter yet. And you're you're going to just do this and this and have the magic technique. No, you've got to now train the body so it's ready to do that technique. All right, same thing with the scriptures. And that's what's a really neat thing about scriptures is First uh, Corinthians ten eleven that all these things in the scriptures happen as an example or warning, you know, for us that, so all these things happen. You look at, you can pick out big names you know to the little ones you know that you got to search in the scriptures. Uh, you, you take, you know, Solomon, you take David, you take even Samson, you know, things they did that, Wrong things happened, and things they did that would please God, and good things happened. You know, a lot of that happened so we can see it, so we don't have to go through as much as they did. However, 
we are all going through that at different degrees in our lives. If you live long enough, you're going to experience everything. I, I know so many people that aren't empathetic for other guys that are having trouble in areas they're not having trouble in. It's just, well, you know, wait long enough, live long enough. You're going to have those same challenges. And sure enough, at my age, I've seen so many of the students experience things they never thought they'd have. And you can say that too. You live long enough, it's going to be my, I never thought I'd have this problem. Me, I know most of the guys that wind up getting a divorce, they didn't know it was coming. You know, they were just oblivious to it that they were hurting their mate. You know, so the things that you're going to experience, you need to be forwarded, fight up for the battle, just like in the body, and you use these scriptures, get a prayer life going, and get those around you or be around people that are like-minded. You know, if you're a conservative or whatever you are, it's so much easier for around others that are of like thinking. Otherwise, it's going to be challenging over and over and over. Yeah, I've seen that too. Well, Mark, I think we're kind of getting close to the, the uh, time for us, and, and I don't like to hang on too long for everyone because we just want to keep bringing in message after message. But I think this is a great way for everyone to kind of start this new, the new year, new, new decade, thinking about rededicating, and I love the way we rephrase that now. And so, uh, well, we'll have another show coming up again. So uh, this is great for today. So, Mark, thank you for being with us. And uh, sure, God bless everyone you. out there. Let's, let's have a great new year, new decade. So uh, God bless. God bless. Well, there you have it, folks. Another fantastic episode of the Christian Warriors Academy. My hope is that you learn something new or reinforce something you already knew and begin your journey to learn the mindset of a warrior with the heart of God. If this sounds like you, go to our website and join our free members area to get tons of great information at www.christianwarrioracademy.com. You can also join us on our Facebook page. This is Mike Sabonic with Mark Griesbach. And remember to stay safe out there, Warriors.